Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, aka R. Dallas. This is episode 50 with some guest tips on testing all the things. First, a quick word from our sponsor, devbetter.com. If you are a software developer looking to advance in your career more quickly, you might find a mentor and group of like-minded professionals valuable. If so, check out devbetter.com, have a look at the testimonials at the bottom of the page. Sign up for a risk-free membership if you're interested in growing your network and skills with us. All right, this week I'm glad to have a new guest offering some tips. Corey Weathers of Twilio is going to offer his perspective on the importance of software testing. Corey loves .NET and has worked for companies including Microsoft and the U.S. federal government before joining Twilio as a developer evangelist. He works to inspire and equip .NET developers, underrepresented developers, and the Twitch community of developers with the tools they need to build the future of communications. Welcome, Corey. My name is Corey Weathers, and I have the privilege and pleasure of being a .NET developer evangelist for a great company named Twilio. I'd like to start this week by saying a big thank you to Steve for inviting me on the weekly Dev Tips podcast. Uh, this week, I'd also like to talk about something very near and dear to my heart as a developer, software testing. Now, you may be wondering why testing? After being a developer for a number of years, I found the following things to happen pretty consistently. Someone usually has a problem and says, hey, a developer can fix that. And hopefully they've checked in with a software developer before making that assumption, but that's not often the case. It's usually problems like these that turn into use cases, user stories, or requirements. As product development happens, it can also be the case that these stories become more specific, nuanced, and refined in scope. And when that happens, it's not unusual to see more user stories created to cover the new scope that was removed from existing stories. So what you end up with is one problem that a developer can fix turning into an ever-expanding list of user stories that become very complicated. Now, when we start writing the code for the one use case and more show up, we continue writing more and more code to meet the ever-expanding list of requirements. And after that, we miss the opportunities to validate the code that we're building. So one of the first mantras to remember here is test early. Why? Because when you start early, you get to check one box that is super important. And that is you're making sure that you're building the right thing. This allows you to clarify your assumptions and confirm the suspicions that you may have, but that haven't already been identified and figured out, which leads me to my second mantra. If test early ensures that you're building the right thing, test often make sure that you're building the thing right. By making your code testable, you've added so much to your code base, maintainability, a measure of quality and a confidence in that things will work as you've both built and expected them to. Now, at this point, you may be wondering, okay, well, where do I start? And I realize a number of you may be coming at this uh, from different starting points. Some of you may be at the very beginning and haven't written a single line of code, whereas others of you may have an application deploying into a production environment that has poor test coverage. I know it can be tough to get started. So hopefully my third piece of advice should be relevant for you no matter where you're starting from. My third and final mantra is 
Start simple. Let's use an example here. For our conversation, let's assume we have an application that has a user interface, and this user interface connects to an API that takes some data and saves it in a database. Assuming everything works as expected, you can start by writing a test for each part of the sequence. So one test can reproduce what happens when you click on the button when rendering the UI. A second test can simulate what happens when the UI calls the API. A third test can confirm that the database has actually saved the data. And the final test can simulate all of the steps here by testing this one action with an API and database that looks close to what it will be in the real world. We could probably have an entire conversation as well about making sure you test setting up your application. But if you're just getting started with testing, there's no need to start there. With this suite of tests, you now have four tests that you can very easily expand on. You've started by testing the simplest path forward and can now add different modifications to this path. Like what happens when my computer isn't connected to the internet and my UI can't talk to the API. Now here's where we reach the inevitable. If I'm just starting out with writing tests and something doesn't pass as I expect it to, what do I do? Here's where I usually say, this is a good thing. Your test is starting to work. Think about it for a second. If you start writing tests and they start making you ask questions about how your test is working, then you'll probably end up changing your test a bit so that this question focuses more on your application. This is a win because you'll learn how to write better tests in the process. Alternatively, if you start writing tests and they make you question how your application is working, this is a win because it's forcing you to make sure your application is meeting its intended need and is testable as it's doing so. So write more tests, look for their results, and respond when the results don't meet your expectations. That's it from me this week, friends. Remember, test early, test often, and start simple. If you're interested in following up on testing, uh, take a look at The Art of Unit Testing, uh, written by Roy Osharov. Uh, he's built an amazing body of content to help describe some of the why and how to begin testing. And if you'd like to follow up with me, feel free to email me at Corey at Twilio.com. That's C-O-R-E-Y at T-W-I-L-I-O dot com. That's it from me. I'll pass it back to Steve. Great stuff, Corey. Thanks for sharing this with everyone. Art of Unit Testing is definitely a good book. I'll post a link to it in the show notes. That's it for this week. If you want to hear more from me, go to ourdallas.com tips to sign up for a free tip in your inbox every Wednesday. I'm also streaming programming topics on twitch.tv slash ourdallas most Fridays at noon Eastern time. Thank you for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and I'll see you next week with another great developer tip.